This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, the agents have encountered a headless horseman on a flaming nightmare. That can't be good. So this is what GMs like to call a complex combat. There's a lot going on here. First of all, it's mounted combat, which is his own thing. Second of all, the horse is flying. And you have two creatures. You have the Headless Horseman and the horse, which take up the same spots, but yet they're completely different. There's just a lot going on here. So what do you do when you're running a complex encounter? And you don't exactly know what to do sometimes, especially when the PCs start to do something that you weren't ready for. For example, for this encounter, I spent a lot of time understanding how mounted combat worked, but then of course they start to do things that I didn't prepare, and we quickly have to look them up. So what do you do? So, first of all, always side with the players whenever you don't know, especially for a complex encounter that's also difficult. If you don't want to spend a million hours looking up rules, just side with the PCs. Trust me, they're never going to argue with you if you're like, oh, okay, thank you for siding with me. Unless you absolutely know. And I'll tell you why, because... If you don't side with the PCs, and if they think otherwise, they will spend the time to look up the rule to make sure that you are doing it correctly. And then if you're not, they'll get angry with you. So again, always side on the PCs whenever possible. The other thing you should do is always have PCs help you out whenever possible during complex encounters. You will note that during this encounter, John actually is very nice in helping me out, and he's looking up rules while we're actually doing the encounter. And then finally, whenever your characters start to do things that are out of the wheelhouse that you expected, just go with it. This group is the definition of out-of-the-box thinking. I have played with them for a very, very long time. And no matter what you think they're going to do, they never ever do it. Not only do they never ever do it, they come up with crazy ideas, which is why they're very good at hard encounters. Usually the harder the encounter, the better they are. And that's actually one of the reasons why I like really playing with them, because they make it difficult for me. They challenge me as a GM. Most of the times when I run encounters with these guys, it's not always ho-hum and boring and it's just swing, hit, swing, hit. Yeah, the basic encounters, sure. But when it gets to really tough ones or complex ones or ones with lots of environmental effects or other strange things going on, they pull out all the stops and they start doing really fun stuff that makes it interesting for me as the GM and it also makes for interesting combats. And this is definitely one of them. So as a side note, I just wanted to mention that there is a lot of combat right now. They are inside these catacombs and, you know, they're kind of exploring them. And the way these things are always set up is that, you know, there's a lot of encounters. They go through, they clear them out, and then they can sort of go through the catacombs at will. So 
do expect a bit of combat up front that's sort of bar for the course for these type of dungeons where they have to go through, clear out the dungeon, and then they have free reign. They can go around, explore a little bit more, find the cool treasure, solve puzzles, things like that. So do keep that in mind that there is going to be some combat, at least in the next few episodes, because they are clearing out the catacombs. And for those who are following along, because I did post the map on the Roll for Combat Discord, they are on the western side. You'll see an area that is like open up to a gigantic chasm. That is where they are. They're right near that area, so you can follow along. The map itself is absolutely gargantuan. They are in the southern portion of the map. So everything you see right now, they're in the south. They haven't really gone through the northern area. That is going to be explored later. But right now, they are on the bottom of the map and in the southern portion. So keep that in mind. And again, if you have any questions, you could always ask me on the Discord channel. I'll be happy to tell you exactly where they are and what they are doing. But with that, let's get to this week's show notes. Okay, with show notes this week, there's a lot of updates. Okay, RPG Superstar Battles of Beastary. As you all know, there is, well, a lot going on. First of all, very important that we are going to be doing a Kickstarter for this because it will be actually easier to do fulfillment and to get the book out to everyone who wants it. The other reason is that I kind of lost my mind. I thought to myself, you know what? The book is really cool. I really love this book. And I think it has a lot of amazing monsters and some really amazing new rules and lots of stuff that you can use in your game. But wouldn't it be great if we can actually build around the world of the Battles of Bestiary and use all the monsters and all the cool new rules in other systems besides, you know, your own homebrew? So when the Kickstarter launches and we're looking to launch it either the end of July or the end of August, depending on how quickly I can get all my stuff together, but be on the lookout for it. And all I'm going to say is this is the new team that's going to help create some new aspects centered around the Battles of Bestiary. We have Mark Seifter, we have Patrick Rennie, and new to the team, we have Ron Lundeen and Linda Zayas Palmer. That's right. That is the team who's going to be working on Battles of Bestiary new stuff. So yeah, it's basically all Paizo people. It is going to be awesome. And not only is it just Paizo people, it's senior Paizo people. These people know what they're doing, to say the least. So yeah, you're going to have some incredible content. So when the Kickstarter launches, it's not just going to be the Battles of Beastary. That you'll be able to get. And as I said before, that is done. That is ready to go. I'm just using the Kickstarter for fulfillment. It's going to be much easier for me to get the books to you. The other thing we're going to be doing, special edition. That's right. Everyone asked for it. Well, you got it. It's going to be awesome. Really beautiful, unbelievably gorgeous cover and a couple of other cool things in the special edition that you can't get anywhere else. You're going to love it. And cool new stuff that's going to be created just for BattleZoo and the world of BattleZoo and the beasts and the new rules and everything else. You will find out about it very, very soon. We're getting all the new artwork. We're getting all the new information. We're working on it very hard, very quickly, and this will be incredible. So I'm sure one of your questions is, well, is this going to be delayed? And the answer is a little bit. A little delayed, sort of. This is what's happening. I don't know if it's going to make Gen Con now because I can't legally print it while a Kickstarter is going on. So I had to stop the presses for now. But if you go to Gen Con and I am there with you, I will definitely show you the book 
I'll answer any questions you have whatsoever. So I do apologize for that because I know some of you are very excited to get it at Gen Con. But I promise you I'll make it up to you in some other way. I will think of something. Trust me. I will bring something to Gen Con to give to you that will make up for it. Trust me. I will make sure that you are well compensated. But once the Kickstarter is done, the book can immediately get printed. The PDF version will be ready to go. So that can go out pretty much right away. As for the Kickstarter itself, the Kickstarter will be coming out either the end of July or the end of August. We are trying very hard to try to make it. I'm trying to figure out when to do it. Supposedly July and August is not the greatest time. I'm thinking starting at the end of August because that way at least we get some Gen Con and September action. And for some reason, even though a lot of people are at Gen Con, there's a lot of traction I've noticed on the websites whenever Gen Con is going on. So that might actually be a better time to do it. I also will have a million interviews set up with myself and the team members, and we're gonna go through all the details of everything we're working on, but trust me, it is gonna be incredible. And if you're gonna to wanna to follow this, I'm going to set up a URL. It's just going to be kickstarter.rollforcombat.com, and that will redirect you to the Kickstarter. Right now it doesn't work, but I'm going to make sure that that's all set up. I actually have it almost ready, almost done. I'll submit the Kickstarter, get it approved, and then you can bookmark it and get it ready. And there's one thing I do ask is that this is going to be a lot of amazing content for Pathfinder. And I know right now no one is doing Pathfinder third-party content. Everyone is doing Dungeons and Dragons and 5e, everyone. And I've spoken to people, and the main reason they don't do it is because they feel there's no market for Pathfinder. They feel that even the smallest market for 5e is bigger than the largest market for Pathfinder. So I am going out on a limb. I am putting a lot of time, a lot of effort, and using the best of the best people to make sure that you have a product that is as good, if not better, than a Paizo product, and that you will want to use this in your game. I'm also not wasting a lot of energy on things in the Kickstarter, like, I don't know, like a stuffed animal or something, or things that you are like, oh, that's really cool, but does it really help me? Does it really give me content that I can use in the game? And the answer is no. You know, these are things just to beef up the price of the Kickstarter. I'm insane. I'm giving out more content. I'm actually using Kickstarter to make more stuff. So you're going to get not just the Battle Zoo Bestiary, but more books and more content to support your game. I'm not giving out crap that you just put on your shelf and then just sits there and never ever does anything ever again. I'm going to have a couple cool tchotchkes, but these are ones that even I want, so keep that in mind. But I am making sure that there's a lot of value and a lot of bang for your buck so that you get stuff that you can use. So prove me wrong. Show me that a Pathfinder Kickstarter is worth the effort because if it is, I have many, many, many more books coming out after this. I have already started writing them with Mark and this team. And this team, this is becoming like a core team. After the book was done, the Battles of Beast theory, Mark and Patrick came to me and said, Hey Steve, what else do you got? This is so much fun. Let's do some more. So I'm like, okay. And then other people started to come out of the woodwork saying they want to join the team. So suddenly I'm getting this awesome core team together of professional developers who want to work on the Roll for Combat Battle Zoo line. And that just means awesome, cool stuff for you. And trust me when I tell you, the quality will be amazing. 
I am not skimping out on anything. It is going to be the best of the best. You can put this right next to the best role-playing books you have, and it will hold up in every aspect. Physically, the book will be as good as a Paizo book. The writing will be, obviously, as good. The artwork will be as good, if not better. And the content itself will blow you away. Trust me. In fact, if you're a Patreon member, you can actually hear us using the new content in the Malevolence game and see it in use. So you know exactly what we're doing. Which brings me to the next thing. If you want to actually watch us play, you can join us. Patreon, five bucks a month, that's it. Actually, we got a lot of new patrons. It is really turning into a party. I love it. Now we have, like, lots of people actually hanging out. They're talking to each other. The games, not that they were, you know, quiet, but it almost was like, I don't know, watching golf. Like, yeah, people were talking to us during the game, but they were being very respectful. And that's one thing I was thinking that's very different between our game and other games. Like, sure, you watch people playing on Twitch, but they're just playing their game. You know, they're kind of ignoring the audience. No, not our game. Trust me. We are typing along with the audience. We're always engaging with you. We're always talking to you throughout the game, especially Three Ring Adventure. You will see everyone jump in, talk to all the patrons, hang out with you, chat with you. We are very engaged with the audience during the game. Not just before the game, but during the game. So make sure you check that out. Just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com if you want to become part of the very cool patron community. And of course, do check out the Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. And also, don't forget, if you get to level 10, you get a free t-shirt. I keep forgetting about that. All you need to do is post, and voila, you get a new t-shirt. Also, we have a new officer for the Roll for Combat Lodge. I've been so busy that we got a brand new officer who's going to help run the lodge and all the Pathfinder and Starfinder Society games. So make sure you check that out. Anyhow, I'm rambling for a long time. So let's sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. So you're kind of seeing what's going on. This is like a large loop. You're starting to get the hang of it. Like, okay, like you kind of have gone around in a very, very large loop. And to the south of you is back to statues. Looks like you've gone up north about, I don't know, 60 feet, going to the west about 100 feet, and you see corridors, and Dougie hears the clopping coming from, oh, stop. Oh, no. <laughs> Chris Beamer is playing Lomang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. That's all you, you need got to his get. Attention. That's as far as you got. That's as far as Dougie gets. And Dougie sees... What's causing the clopping? It's clip, a pony. Clop. A clip, pretty clop. pony. Clip, clop. Is clip, it clop. a pair of coconuts banging them together? <laughs> oh, my. John Statz is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. Oh, oh my. Oh, no, it's not. You see. Oh, <laughs> 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 Oh, baby. I have to prepare. This one is three pages long. Really? Oh, God. Here we go. You see floating and clopping on the air. It's a combination of floating and clopping. You see a restless and terrible undead creature wandering through the halls. You see a headless horseman clad in full plate. With spears on its side, 
with a massive bastard sword in its hand and riding air and smoke. Oh. It looks like a nightmare, but that is. Yep. And I will tell you that you're in trouble because there's artwork for it. That is the sign of you being in trouble. <laughs> a handout? That is what you see in handouts. Look at that thing. Oh, man. Wait, that is oh, nice. What's going with his head? Dear. He has no head. He's a headless horseman. What is that, though? It looks like there's weirdness. Oh, it's actually. Oh, that's his shoulder epaulette. Wow. Okay. It gotcha. looks oh, yeah, like yeah. he has had the. Um, oh, man. Uh, Mandarin technique uh, performed on him. Oh, no. I don't like horse. this thing already. Is it a ghost? What is it? Wait, what kind of role is that to know what it is? Is that an occult role? If I heard role for combat, I would say stop, you violated the law. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. <laughs> because I want to try to demoralize it. Gomez, go arrest that thing. Oh, it's, oh, it's going to be under arrest. <laughs> you have a permit for that mount. Roll for combat. Stop, you violated the law. <laughs> Stop, you violated the law. You got to put a little more oomph into it. That's like not going to work. When you roll for initiative, you can yell a mighty battle cry and demoralize an observed foe as a free action. <laughs> okay. Well, you see a horse and you see a headless horseman. Which one are you doing? That's a good question. I will. I, I'm. I'm not going to play games. I'm going to try to demoralize the headless horseman. <laughs> okay. It seems like that can always so many levels. Just because he has no head, he can't even hear you. Yeah. Good luck. He, he doesn't have to hear me because I have the I have the intimidating glare. He can't like, see I, you. I can He's got no him. head. <laughs> yeah. well, well, then he's not very threatening. He's like, then we're, then we're fighting Ray Charles. What do we What do we care? Okay, roll. Let's Ray see. Charles right. had a head. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. Wow, that is mean. But do it. Get, Skills. It, get, get him. Don't make a fun of Ray Charles. Ray Charles is blind. That's a crappy roll. 22? What do you mean? That's an excellent roll. Plus no, 18. No, it's not. It's I'm plus 18, dude. Oh, what's that against? I rolled a four. Then what's it against? What is, is it's it against DC? Will. It's against Will. Oh, he has to make a Will thing. You beyond fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost bad. critical fail. Yeah, uh, I rolled a four. What do you want? It's pretty bad. It's good that it's a free action, though. That is good. It's, it's like well, totally bonus. It gets to do a free action on you. Oh, no. Yeah, no, oh, yes. As you see this creature. I would have rolled better if I actually enunciated like you suggested. If I actually gave it see? a game. Oh, yeah. Measure the distance between you and Lomang. Yes. <laughs> no, it's you. all of you. Okay. Uh. Dougie, Lomang, and Gomez. You see this creature. You are frightened as <laughs> it gives a frightful presence. It is terrifying you. Everyone give me a will save. Oh my god, I feel like... Ooh, I just boosted my roll. Jeez, <laughs> my like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like no. I'm conditioned out, but can I Guys, take it? Guys, <laughs> I'm going to be running away, so... You will is my worst, so let's see. Here we go. Is what Will save? 20 failure. Fail. It's god, a Will save? 7. Yes. I roll a 7. Jeez. 19, 19 fail. 33... Success. So now my successes on will saves count as critical success. Okay, you're lucky because success is frightened one, but critical success, uh, you're not affected. 
Those yep. of you who failed, oh boy. Frightened 2, which is really, really bad. Frightened 2 makes it so that all your basically rolls are minus 2. Yeesh. Okay. On top of that, <laughs> the horse has an aura of smoke of 15 feet around it. Just out of range, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like you're just out of range. And everything you see has concealment. So the Headless Horseman has concealment. The Nightmare has concealment. And and it looks like that if you went enter that smoke, you are going to be coughing up a lung. Dark Vision doesn't uh, cut through that? No. Concealment's concealment. Okay. Now, it hasn't even started yet. I told <laughs> you. I have three pages of notes. Yeah, he's going to run into us, and then we're going to have to get that smoke immediately, I'm sure. Oh, you're totally... This thing is beyond... There we go. Oh, charge. So it will bring the horse and the head, headless horseman into you. He sees you all and he's like, <laughs> starts coming towards you. So everyone who is in the smoke within 15 feet, give me another save. Let's see. Yep. That's all three of you. Fortitude. 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 Ooh, there we are. No, it only happens. Sorry, you don't need to do it. It only happens in the beginning of your turn. So you actually don't need to worry about it yet. So at the beginning okay. of your turn, you're going to have to do Fortitude save as you're breathing in the smoke. So the first action is, is that he moves closer to you. Second action is he is going to... Eh, What's his mm. name? Frefferth? 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 He is going to use his magical sword on Dougie. Are you ready to see gargantuan amounts of damage? If he hits, it's not 100%. Does a 39 hit Dougie? That's a crit. Oh my god. 54. No, that's not it. I'm not using that. Oh. So that is uh, 38 points of damage. Oh, he's got two. He's wielding it two-handed. Oh, wow. Maybe we'll need next week to roll new characters. <laughs> no, he's not using it two-handed. He's using it one-handed. If he was using it two-handed, it would be 2d12. This is only 2d8 plus 12. Oh, it says d12 there. Oh, I don't know. That's if he does it two-handed. So that's the first attack. And the second attack is he will also use his sword on Dougie again. 22, though, misses, though, because he rolls terrible. So what did he hit for damage? The first one was 38 points of damage. 38? 38 points of damage. And then... Well, that took a lot of damage. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I just went down to half dead. (laughs) Don't forget your lesser mystery. Potion. Oh, and your AC is down by two because you're frightened. That's oh, so yeah. it almost hit you. Actually, the twenty-two missed yeah, by one by one. <laughs> um, <laughs> that potion's just not going to do it. This guy's not going to be affected by that. It is. It's consumed. Oh, they're affected. Everything's affected by everything. It's very rare that you won't. Okay, and then the nightmare gets to go. He'll just bite you with his uh, his jaws, Dougie. Eighteen. I rolled a two. He misses. Nice. Good, good. Thank That's God. That's pretty low. Dougie, you're up. Give me... Now you give me the fortitude save. Oh, good. I, I, I throw away my natural 20 for a 3. Uh, 
18. So you are sickened too. Oh, wonderful. Oh my god, what does that do? He's got like endless negatives. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to handle this one without me, guys. Sickened uh, means you can't, a while. you can't take any elixirs or potions. Oh. And all your checks and DCs are minus two. All right, first thing I'm going to do is use my badge. That's one action, right? Trident also makes all your checks and DCs minus two. <laughs> they don't stack, so I think it's just minus two. Okay. Um, you're using your badge right away? Yeah. Right? You heal yourself. Okay. And it does 24? Is that right? It does 18. 18. Is that right? Yep, 18. So you heal yourself 18. All right. Second action. Oh, gosh. I'm going to... What do I want to... So the way it works... Wait, what's going on? Oh. I'm just trying to move him Oh, you're trying to... Yeah, you could just move him right next to... Put him... The way it works is that he's on the nightmare. The nightmare takes up four squares. He is on all four squares. So, because he's mounted on this horse, you can hit him from anywhere. That's cool. What are you going to do? Can I hit him from around the corner? Added massive negatives. Yeah. All right. You will never hit him. Yeah, I just wondered. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to do a for my for my second action. I'm going to warp my my weapon into a rapier. What the hell does that do? Well, it's the shifting. It right now it's that stupid. Oh, I thought you moved it back to the rapier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's back to the rapier. Yeah, I, I never said I did that. Okay, I'll it's... say that you did it. I'll say you can. Say That's its default it. form. I can say it was default that you. Yeah, back. yeah. Uh, you don't have to spend an action on that. Okay, so all right, then uh, I have two actions. I'm going to attack him, just a regular old attack. Okay. Yeah, this will be with. Oh, natural one, wonderful. Okay. You're attacking him or the nightmare? I'm attacking him and. You miss. Should I attack? Well, it doesn't look like it matters. It doesn't look like it's going to matter. I'm going to skirmish strike him for my last action. Uh Then I'm going to move or step when I do that. Go, go. Uh, So it's the second attack. I tried to make this as easy as possible for you. Yeah. Well, well there's so many buttons. Believe and it or not, kind of hard to read. Uh, you roll a thirty, you hit. Maybe you give, give me a flat check. Uh, twenty. A one through four, you miss. Okay, so I'll roll a d twenty. Correct. You hit. You do nine points of damage on him. Congratulations. I'm serious. All right, and I'm going to do a step there. Oh. Well, actually, yeah. I'll give it to you. Actually, I, I screwed up. You wanted it because you were frightened and all that stuff. But I'll give it to you because I messed up. Oh, so, like how, how how would frightened affect it's, that? It's all your ta- everything. It's minus two to everything. All well, your ta- yeah, but I would have had a 28. Would that miss? Oh, God, yeah. 28 would miss? Oh, yeah. Well, it's only nine damage. Feel free to add it back on. I mean, yeah, it's all right. I, I messed up. Low oh, Mang, you're man. up. Give right, me so, a fortitude save immediately. Oh yeah, let's do that first. 27, you're fine. Sweet. All right, so what kind of check is it to like identify these things? Religion? Well, it depends. The Headless Horseman is religion. The creature it's riding is religion, arcana, or nature. No, nothing is a cult, right? Nope. 
All right, so is that a free action to do that? Nope, it's one action. Oh, okay. It's free for battle. I, I don't have an action to spare. So first action, I drink my lesser mist, mist form elixir. Okay, you drink that. <sighs> I think we got to form the line here, kind of. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna enter crane stance. Okay. And shit, I'm not sure what to do. I can't attack. You can attack him. What do you mean you can't attack? Not from here. You have to move up. I know, but that's three actions. Like crane stance is one, drinking a potion's one, right? Yes. And now I have one action. You're right. You won't be able to do it. You know what? I'm going to get it ready because I think this might go a while. I'm going to take out the another lesser missed form elixir potion. I don't know if you... Okay. You do that. And I'm done. Gomez, you're up. Give me a fortitude save. Here you are. You are fine. 26. Good job. Nice. All right. So three round action. I summon an air menfit. And I say, air menfit, your job, and you will accept it, is every single round cast gust of wind and get that smoke off of us. Focus it on them and not on us and fly around and just constantly gust gust of wind them and blow that foul stench away from us. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Hmm, interesting. And don't get killed. And don't go near it. Don't get killed. It's a 60-foot line. You can stay a little bit further back, Benefit. You Use some smarts. Use some tactics. You fly to the ceiling. Yeah, you can you fly to the ceiling, get the angle on them, and blow it down, and, well, and don't get hit. This is where it gets interesting. So, okay. He only gets two actions. So what is Gust of Wind? I don't know. Innate spell, whatever. But it's two actions. Uh, yeah, sure. Can't continue to fly, so he's going to have to go on the ground because he's going to... He can only do two actions around. Well, it's okay. I mean, he he can he can get into position this round and then start it next round. I'm not going to. Well, you tell him. Well, he can only do it. He can only do it once, and he can't fly. So put him where you want him, and that's where he's going to be because he can't go anywhere else. And what is like like to fly? Fly is an action, and he only gets okay. two actions per turn. So he can either fly and attack, or he can gust away. He gets that's he has two actions per turn. Or yep. Does he get three? Because he's a minion. That's what they get. Oh, all minions only get two actions? Uh, I believe summon creatures do too. Let me double check. Which is what that is. And just to speed things up, here, I'll, I'll just place them in this corner. Just place, place, them, place them in that little in that corner that's directly to the left of my character. Nobody puts the method in the corner. I'm putting the method in the corner. <laughs> Minion, here we go. Minions are creatures that directly serve another creature. A creature with this trait can only use two actions per turn. It can't use three actions. A minion acts on your turn in combat once per turn when you spend an action to issue commands. For animal companions, you command them. For summon minion, you sustain or spell or... Yeah, it's a sustained minion, so it gets two actions. That's it. All okay. summoned creatures get two actions. All right, so minion, in the in the corner, keep the wind on them, get these fumes off. Okay, well, it gets to go. And Gust of Wind has, right like, now. there's, like, a crappy saving throw that he has to make in order to be able to do things, too. Like it, like it, it, it can it can conceivably do something to him, like uh, uh, knock him prone or on a critical failure, yeah. you knock him down, and do blood or damage. But that's unlikely. Thirty-two, sixteen. Oh, the creature! Oh my god! Oh, did, did, did the nightmare fail? Yes. Oh, that's the really funny. The creature is knocked prone. That's hilarious. Oh, that's freaking hilarious. All right, so let's back up. So what ends up happening? Oh. The air so, method. So, so the rider gets thrown. Not necessarily. Oh. Never. No, it doesn't say that. Maybe. All, all I all I know all I know is how real life works, and usually whenever you see a western and the horse falls, it's not very good for the rider. I think I think I think we could all agree on that. 
I'll look it up. But did he get blown back? The creature's pushed 30 feet, knock prone, and takes 2d6 bludgeoning damage, correct? Good job, little Memphis. Wow. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm looking at right, right, Well, actually, hold on. Hold actually, on. What's a good day for him? I'm guessing that the guy, the rider, would have to make a save too. And if he made, he's got to say he did. Here, he made a thirty-two. Did. He's fine. Okay, so then he maybe wouldn't go. Well, they're both in the area effect, so they both make a save. But there's, there's got to be some, it's like something when, like when something happens to your mount, something happens to you. If a mount is knocked out, the rider might be able to dismount without trouble if the mount was stationary. But if they were in motion. You should probably have the rider attempt a reflex save. There you go. If they fail, the rider is thrown a short distance and falls prone. Setting a simple expert DC of 20 often works well for such checks. I'm sure this guy's going to just laugh at a reflex save. Yeah, he jumps down no problem with a 28. So he jumps off his mound as the mound crumbles to the ground and he is now standing in front of you 30 feet away basil doesn't even know what's going on ah. <laughs> okay basil you're up sorry this is a very all right and, and that memphis name by the way is uh Zarnothanth the magnificent first of his name that is his name i like it <laughs> <laughs> that's grandiose well when this first started i could see the corner of him but he seems to have moved when he got knocked back so i can't see him anymore Correct. I saw the method do its thing, I guess. So yeah. I'm and, going and to... unless, unless there's like unless there's some crenellation in the ceiling that he could that he could cling to and have that be his perch, then he's on the ground. Him, he's then on then the ground. can you put him in the corner? Because he should be in the corner. All right. Like I, I I make a manifest in that corner. Okay, go, Jason. All right. First action, I'm going to put my sword cane away. Second action, I'm going to pull out my bow. It's bow time. And I guess that third action, I'm going to move up to a better position to see and possibly shoot at him. Just got to aim over a little goblin. 15, 20. Yeah, use me as cover. That's pretty good. Whoa, you really went out there. Okay, you done? Yep. Fur fifth. Oh, you pissed him off. In the anime Kanasuba, they fight a headless horseman. This is this this is so far is working exactly like that fight. <laughs> nice. Uh, Furfeth takes a spear and throws it at the air method. Oh, goodbye. Oh, <laughs> goodbye, air method. He did he miss? Twenty-two. I think the air method has a armor class of sixteen. So partially uh, ethereal, though. No. No. And does uh, 13 points of damage. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. We barely knew ye. <laughs> he literally just throws oh, it right wow. into him and just poof, there he goes. Remember um, Sleepy Hollow? How oh, yeah. the Headless Horseman came to you as if it was in, like, you were, you were certain to die? That's what this thing is doing. It is so certain you're going to get destroyed. It actually was one action to pull it, another action to throw. A third action to charge? Yeah. It's not even charging, it's just moving. He's okay. just walking towards you. And, oh, did I mention that damage you did to him? It healed. Ugh. It's healing okay, very quickly. Okay, we have to run or something. Something's wrong. This is no, wrong. Fight. The nightmare stands up. <laughs> And clip clops back down to the uh, to the undead guy. Dougie, you're up. 
Don't lose heart. This guy just got floored and dismounted by by a first level method. That's right. right? We, we we should stick for a couple more. Don't rounds. lose heart, right. Dougie. I, I, I'm hitting for nine. That it's. He, I mean, I usually hit for more, and I'm just saying. We'll make it up in volume. Uh, I'm wondering if a push would work right now. I'm strong. Hmm. Yeah. Strong like there's, bull. Th th there's a bull rush. I didn't think of it until he moved in that position. Yeah, because he's off his horse now, but still, I think we got to mess him up. I have a plus 17. I know there's a minus two. And you might miss him and go off the edge yourself into the abyss. If you miss, you die, because that's uh, that goes to nothing. That's still a bottomless pit beneath. Uh, that, Actually, that's... It's, not, it's called shove. It's one action. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. I know that well. Uh, you can try it. It's actually not a bad idea. Is it idea. a large? Is it? Is It, it can't be one. He's not large. Okay, here's what's in front larger. of you. Okay, okay. The yeah, Nightmare actually. is standing in front of the Endless Pit to Doom to the west, and Farfith is half there and half not. If you shove him and push him off, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I only need one free hand. So do it. I'm going to drop my main gauche, man gauche, and yes, I, that's probably you have to If you critically there. fail, you lose your bounce, fall, You have to and step there because it goes against. It goes in the opposite direction. So if you want to push him into yes. the pit, that's where yeah. you have to stand. Okay, so I'm going to do that, and I guess it's just an athletics check. I guess so. Don't be push. Frodo and Gollum. Don't be Frodo and Gollum. Oh, that's a good roll. 30 against what? Okay. Against um, his fortitude DC. Okay, hold on. Hold on. It's it's it. No, 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 no. It's your opponent's fortitude DC. Yes. Good job. Here's what happens. Dougie, you manage to run up to Farfel. You shove him over the edge of the pit of despair. The nightmare is standing there, but the wind is still going dispersing the smoke so you don't need to roll anything as farful falls over to the pit at the last second he grabs an edge with his free hand and he is dangling from the edge over the pit of despair because he did grab an edge reflex save 32 so you have one action left what do All you right. do the question i have is did i critically succeed in shoving him with no because uh, in fact you rolled okay. a 28 because you have 28 yeah sickened and frightened on you yeah and you actually barely succeeded on okay. pushing him off all right barely uh lomang stomp those fingers yeah, yeah he's got you have one action left yeah i oh you know what i have my strike i've got my i've got my step and oh my god uh, that's awesome strike. yes However, that gonna, is you're subject. You're going to get in my way, though. Yeah, I know. I'm going to give you your way, and it's subject because that is a second attack. So I'll have it a neck. That'll be a negative five. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to step and strike this way and hit the nightmare. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. All right. Uh, so I'm going to. This will be my second attack for my rapier. What if you push the nightmare? Well, the nightmare can fly, probably. It can fly. It actually and it's also a horse. <laughs> it's probably significantly harder. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of minuses, I'm sure. Uh, you, but you know what you I miss, am, though? I'm miss. a titan wrestler. I have. You have yeah, right. I know you have that ability, but it actually flies. And uh, yeah, you see, flies. like, 
It's kind of like on the ground, but it's also floating a little, so that will do nothing. A low mang, you go. All right, so ah, oh, do it, low mang. What is it? What did he say? Star Trek three. Oh, I'm enough for you. Yeah, no, no, it's like no, 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 no. It's like I, it's like I'm sick and tired of you. Enough of you. Yes, yes, yes. You click on bastard. You kill my son. I'm having movement issues. Oh, there, there you go. go okay. there. Yeah. All right, so I will move there, and I will try the shove. Okay. To kick him off the rest of the way. Okay. I kind of want his sword, though. <laughs> right? That's uh, a it's a fair trade. If, if we could, if we could end this, this easily. Yeah, we. That's a fair trade. That's a good that's, 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 that's cheap. That's cheap price. I could go for the disarm and then the knockoff. Can, you, can, you, can you do it the attack. other way around? Can you knock him off and then while he's filling about, reach out, grab the sword? No. <laughs> yeah, that would be a second attack. I would just go for the knockoff. All right, has, go the sword is amazing. It has a name. Oh, <sighs> that would be a great cinematic scene. <laughs> uh, knock I'm him sorry, off. I am the owner of all named weapons. How do he you lets go of his mine? blade while he's flailing as he's falling, and you just reach out and grab it? How do you That's, how do you disarm again? <laughs> My greed is taking over. You know, it falls to the floor. You, you don't grab. You can't grab it for a disarm. There's no way. No, but maybe it would fall like because he's. I don't know. Like he's got his hand on. It's I a bottomless he's... pit. It's a bottomless. Well, actually, if he's pit. holding onto the edge, he's holding on with one hand. He's, got he's holding on with one hand, and then the other hand is like down with the sword. So throw me the sword. I'll throw you the idol. Exactly. <laughs> I'll throw you a hand and lift you up. Uh, All right, now, it's an now... attack action to disarm. So. Yeah, I mean, if you really want, it's a uh, athletic skill check to try to reach down and grab it out of him to disarm it and grab it. But it's an attack, so it right. falls so the next, to so the I, ground. So my, so my kicking, oh, it's, it falls to the ground. It falls to the ground yeah. on a critical success, even. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. It doesn't even knock it. Out. It just makes it loose or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All right, you it's know, not what? that good. Let's knock him out. Uh, he's too dangerous. Uh, skills. You gonna attack? You attacking? I'm where gonna, are you going to push? I'm going to push. Okay. What's the attack? What's the attack? Oh, oh 35! Such a good roll! That is awesome. Oh, that's that a is, good roll. That is tremendous. How is your athletics at 18? Plus 18 in mine? Because I have that belt. Oh, God. That is great. great. All right. Well, you, you push him, and down he goes. No. And you hear, you see him flailing. With his What's sword. the sword's name? What's the sword's name? That was name? great, man. That was, that was teamwork. Oh. That's our teamwork. <laughs> we're not done. Oh, you mean come back? Oh, that's <laughs> no. true. The we're, we're not. We're not even close to being done. So, <laughs> how does he fall? I mean, he's falling down. You see him, and there's like this blue mist, and he falls down, and then you see the mist part, and he disappears underneath the mist. Wow. I like um, it. Lomang, you're still up and I'm you still have up, a horse but I have one. You. Okay, so I do I do actually uh can flurry. At yeah, this point. You can yeah, flurry. Let's do it. Alright, so I'll do crane wing number two and crane wing number three, right? Those are my mm-hmm. two attacks. Mm-hmm. Alright, twenty-six. You hit There we go. Ten points of damage. And twenty-seven. And you hit again. Beautiful. Nice. Dude, minimum damage both times. Turn. 21 Jeez. points of damage. That was outstanding. Okay. Gomez is up. Uh, after all of that, I'm just going to disrupt undead on the on the horse. Okay. Is, the, is, is it undead? I don't even know. I think it might de- be demonic. Right. Try it. Well, you'll find it. out. We didn't have time to make a roll on it. Ooh. We'll know now. You do it, and nothing 
happen. Yeah. Well, it's positive energy, right? Let's see. But it only works on undead, uh, I nope. think. It hits and nothing happens. Oh, Alright, so, right. so it's not technically undead. No, it's not undead. He was. It looks damned undead. He was I undead. think it's uh, Elemental it's demonic. Of Fire it's demonic. or Demonic, yeah. Uh, Basil, well, maybe it's a little too late for this, but I'm going to give us an answer to that. I'm going to do an expeditious inspection on the Nightmare. Well, on the horsey. I guess I technically don't know it's a Nightmare yet. Does that make it flat-footed to me if you succeed? No. Well, maybe it doesn't. I don't know, remember. Not yet. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a large beast. It's a fiend. It has the smoke aura, which now came back, by the way, because the turn was up. It's resistant to fire. It can fly. And it has a thing where it gallops. It bursts with intense flame. And everything in, in its path, it sets on fire. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're pretty horrible. Probably immune to fire, too. or resistant. They're resistant to fire. They're yeah. not immune. But they have hooves jaws they're very fast do i have any sense of how it reacts to cold it doesn't have any weaknesses so that you know of it's only resistant so cold is believe it or not even though it's a creature made of fire and smoke it doesn't do anything extra all right well i'm going to devise a stratagem okay well that's a good roll 32 you could probably want to keep that one and i'm going to go ahead and attack with the bow, with my bow, with Heartseeker. Okay. Ironically, I rolled the same number on the attack. So. Yes, you did. So you hit. And you do... I guess 14 damage if it's not a crit. Well, no, the sneak attack... No, it's 11 damage plus the sneak attack, right? So that's 22 damage. Oh, the additional is... Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah, the way it's set up. Right, okay, attack. my bad. However, there is a 20% mischance because it is covered in smoke. So give me the DC. You roll, let's see, 10, you hit. Okay, and as a, res as a side step, as part Looks of my, like as my new ability of shared stratagem, I tell Dougie, look for the, spot, look for the, glow the fiery spot on its neck. It's vulnerable there. <sighs> and now Dougie has flat-footed against it. All right, well, here's what's going to happen. Well, I still have one action left. Oh, sorry. I actually have two actions left. What? You're, you're well, going to? You're doing too many things. Or no, one action. No, you have one action. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But the expeditious inspection was free, so I still have one action. So I'm going to go ahead and try right. to get another. Okay. Go ahead and try to get another. Yeah, sure, sure. Sorry about that. Ooh! Yeah. Nice. Give me another flat check. Give me another flat check. It's not a. It's twenty nine. It's not a crit though. And, and I don't get the precision damage this time around. Mm -hmm. Good. We'll take you ten. hit. We'll so take ten. five. We're getting really lucky with that. Yeah, really lucky. Okay. Well, I rolled right. two. I rolled the almost minimum damage on that. So, are you ready to see what's going to happen? Yes. Good news. Dougie and Gomez are no longer frightened. You're still sickened, Dougie, because you have to. Okay. You have to wretch that up. The nightmare in front of you dissipates and disappears into a puff of smoke. Uh -huh. Oh, that's good. Oh no, that's not good. <laughs> it's that's, good. That's teleporting really, down again. Really it's bad. Teleporting down to get its boss. Uh, right yeah, 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 yeah. Can it move faster than falling speed though? Fast well, is fast, but I think I think the guy survived and he. Oh, Basil go. realizes that it looked like. Oh yeah, this guy can probably summon this steed at will, and it flies at ninety feet, or <laughs> ninety feet, so it can move two hundred and seventy feet around. 
Do we want to run Damn. forward into that doorway? I think we flank get flanking position. I'll go north, you go south. Uh, Here's the good sense. news. The good news is it was amazing. You pushed them off. You shoved them off. Great. The bad news is he has a flying mount, and he's going to be back. <laughs> so you guys either can try to attack him and kill him, or run away. I'm thinking this doorway might be small. Do we have an idea if he's larger There's than this no doorway? There's no way he can get through. Like, the mount cannot get through those small, do small doorways. So if you ran back to this area here... Right. But the question I had was: Was he too big for this door? I don't. I don't. He's know. not too big. He's a normal size. Okay. Yeah, the horses. horse. Though. No way. So, All so right. if we blow this off and charge forward, we won't have to deal with the horse, or right. him. If we can or, just or keep him. the door like, like, shut. Like worst case scenario, we'll have to deal with him and not. I mean, the horse. like all undead. I mean, I don't know. He looks a little special, but still, it may be like he's just he's mindless. Like if we're not in sight, he may he just ignore us at this point. You know? No, no, the, the headless horsemen. No, they're they're like they're, they're intelligent. Are they? Oh. They have no head. Yeah. How can they be intelligent? <laughs> uh, not only that, they can it's talk. Like the they can talk. They're super really? smart. They yeah, can yeah, talk. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Full Metal Alchemist. Soul is not embodied in their head because they they, they think with their soul, their hard twisted soul. Right. Yeah, let's just take it. Let's just take it a win and go. On top of that, let's see. Lomang has displacement because he drank one of those things. Dougie is sick and puking because he was in the fog. Uh, Gomez is... He is fine. And Basil's all the way in the back with the bow. And Dougie is up. And this is only round three, I believe. So, Dougie, what you going to do? He flew off and in front of you. You see a door. There's a hallway. There's hallways to the left and right of you. Up, down, every direction. You're going to stay here? You're going to run away? What you going to do? Doug, well, guys, at the... Dougie, I just got an epiphany, if you care to hear my epiphany. I do care. Uh, we have the medallions that keep the statues from attacking us. He does not. Let's run back into that room and see if we can make it a three-way. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I like that idea. I was going to charge forward and risk bleeding encounters into... One another, because he might not know that we went through that door in... I don't know. I kind of like that fallback position. You guys want to try that? Yeah, I like it. It's a pretty good plan, though. I if, like it. If he's been there all this time, maybe he knows not to go in there. But on the other hand, it's not. It's probably better than staying here and slugging out. Man, this is our only chance of getting through this, this, this hallway scot-free, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he just... Comes back here, if if he just patrols this little walkway that we're on, and you know, like that's we like outrun what him little, into the dungeon. We, like, yeah, like if 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 that's his little script that he's going to follow, we could game him that way and just say, okay, he's probably not going to pursue us. He is. Well, if he's fallible, then he's fallible. So I think we could possibly exploit that. We're gonna take advantage of his pathing. Yeah, yeah, his uh, <laughs> his his patrol route. But dang, like I like I do like that. Uh, Whatever you gotta do, make it go. quick. Uh, what do you guys say? I can I can delay my turn till after Lomang. I, I like the going south. I just have a feeling because of his undead weirdness nature, it's not gonna activate them. But let's, yeah, let's shot. You can fight him in a bigger room at least. I don't know if that's good. Yeah, or bad. I, I, that's I have a, a, I have a thing. Though. Yeah, it's like that, I, I'm that hoping... horse is grim. Right, I'm I'm hoping because they are 
specifically the defenders of some good god and he's a goddamn devil like 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 it's it, they have one job and their job is to keep is, is to fight guys like him so so i'm hoping mm, that yeah. the reason why he's down the hall not amongst them is because he was placed there because they're they're an, an entity and now refresh my memory is uh, it, it, the amulet that we're wearing it's a it's a deity for good Aroden. Yeah, isn't Aradin a, like a good deity? Yes. I, like it's stupid. Okay. I should know the Lord. Aradin is he's the like the god. goody two shoes, right? Well, okay. okay long story it's short, it's been a while. It's been a little while. Aradin is wow. Okay, <laughs> he's ten thousand years. <laughs> yeah, he's been the god who basically brought the star stone, uh, made Absalom, brought humanity from the depths of slavery, and made them take over. The entire world uh he is the god like a capital t and a capital g he was the most powerful god of all and sort of like the leader he's like zeus in the words of ron burgundy he's kind of a big deal yeah he's kind of a big deal a mm. hundred years ago he died or so it's thought he disappeared and all of his temples and everything has sort of gone bye-bye and now there's no more power and so that's why this temple was abandoned. So it's probably about 100 years old or so because, well, Aridin's <laughs> uh, not around anymore. So there's no more power for any of his followers. So it's... Does this guy, the armor that the, he was wearing, do any of our religious guys who know uh, a cult, I think, what it was? Uh, Which guy? Are you talking about the, the, the horseman? The, the headless horseman? Like, did, they, did Lomang or Gomez or Basil, who knows stuff that's hocus pocus did they recognize whether or not he was wearing the medallion or wearing armor that is affiliated with eridan or i they... never got a good look at him by the time i moved up you guys had pushed him into the corner by the pit and so he was out of my field of view how about you will man do you have any uh no not really i'm I I'm, I, I'm not trained in much i'm stuff. actually leaning now toward getting both uh doing both i want to run forward and then when we get, we have to leave this dungeon. That's how we leave the dungeon: is we uh, we draw them into the shadows and drown them. That's what I'm thinking. Well, there's actually a picture of what he looks like in handouts. There so, is. and that's accurate. I'll even let you look at that if you want to. Whatever you see on him is what he has. So okay, so that's there. a big skull on his uh, shoulder pad, pauldron. I think that's what that's called. Yep. Yeah, I don't see a medallion. I don't see a medallion. What I mean, do you think, he's Seth? wearing. Looks like he's I wearing. Think, uh, it's like full it's plate hard, it's a, armor. It's a little. They're both good plans. All right, let, let, let me let me be completely. <laughs> let me let me full disclosure. I am, am being a little metagaming here. There's a little metagaming going going into my strategy, because Fair point. we either have to fight him or we don't have to fight him, and all uh, everything that's being telegraphed we is that we have to fight him. And so, yeah, if the answer is we have to fight him, that seems like the uh, that seems like the good move tactically to fight him to pull him back if, if, we, if we don't if we don't if we if you think we could run and not fight him then we should run i'm going to completely counteract that that is don't try to meta this there there's no oh we quote have to fight him the only person you will ever quote have to fight and even that is questionable is the big bad boss because you just have to bring them in you could in theory go through and not fight everyone it's 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 
extremely possible for you to uh, Deus Ex this. Space, especially at the last after <laughs> the last dungeon, we we bypass. I, I mean, you yourself. I, th- I think we proved that out. point. So, so I think it comes out of that. It's like it's like, are can, can we get away from him? No. If we could get away from him, right? And I don't think. Well, we can. you don't if know that. You open the door, him. he walks through. I mean, well, no, he doesn't walk through doors. No, 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 no. Let me let me back up. No, but that's why it's a judgment call. He's not a ghost. No, no, no. I'm saying if he can fit through that door, like if we open that door and go that way, he can just open that door and go that way also. Well, why don't you make a decision or at least, how about this? Lowman can move really fast. Yeah. Lowman can check out the door. Oh, the, okay, so just to, just to clarify, just to clarify where I'm like, there, there's like, there's the player that's doing something, just to clarify my answer. It, it, like, player-wise, I have a feeling that we have to fight him and so let's fight him on, on, our, on ground of our choosing. Character-wise... He called his horse for a reason. He called his horse because not just to save his ass, because he's going to come after us. And uh, like, and anything that you know about Headless Horseman, man, that he that that guy chases Ichabod Crane to the gates of hell. So, so my character is thinking he's going to come after us. Better for us to go and go to the guardians of of, the, right. of the god of good. I'm convinced. That's, for assistance. that's all I need to hear. I don't want to fight here because I don't want to fall into that pit myself because that's death for me. I don't have a flying horse, so I'd rather go somewhere safer. And I don't want to bleed in counter. Who knows what's going on that door? Yeah, I mean, I, that's three moves for me. Okay. You move all Dougie the way back, you're done. down near the statue. Hi! And then the statue, statue comes to life! No, it does not. I presume <laughs> you have, you all have your little amulets out showing it proudly to the statue. Yep. Our little VIP badges, yeah. Yeah, Lomang is up. Okay. Now here's where Lomang goes the opposite direction of what <laughs> does. Although I don't think he can move. That's two actions. Oh shit. That's, That's two, two actions? actions? That's you two went actions. all the way Oh my gosh. Um Is that feat called Coward's Run? Is that is that the uh yeah, I'm going to hide behind that pillar. <laughs> <laughs> I hide. I believe we actually dubbed it Cowardly Stride. Cowardly yeah. Stride. It was actually in the episode we listened, that went on the air this week. Because that was when we fought the bees, and then, the, then Lomag's immediate reaction was to run. It's more of an expeditious retreat, if you will. Well, Gomez is oh. Gomez just saw Dougie and Lomang run by him so quick. There's like still woofs of zip lines <laughs> like in the air. Oh, I, I join them. I cast the first level spell Fleet Step on myself to gain a plus thirty foot bonus to my speed, and that's two actions. And in my third action, I move. I move. Uh, I move fifty five <laughs> to catch up to them. Look at that! I gave you a little foot icon just to show that is how fast you are moving. So you are like, watch my foot. You thought you thought Lomang was fast. Oh no! Oh no! Little <laughs> Gomez is going to be running all the way down and then doing a little lap around Lomang just to show you how fast <laughs> that is, is faster than me. Yep, that is. That is crazy. I actually only moved forty-five. Oh, Gomez, are you moving down? Uh, let me just look at the map for a second. Yes, I am moving toward Dougie, toward the statues, toward what I hope is aid and safety. I gotta find out the hard way. Let's see how far could I move here. We've been tainted because we fought the skeletons and now they'll attack us too. Shit. You guys killed those skeletons. Those skeletons were not that big of a deal. It looks scary, but you just dismantled those things. Actually, Gomez, you could use one of your cheaper tokens. Is there something you could drop on the ground that would attract 
that uh, that that guy's attention that we won't have to run up and whap him one to like. Do you have a feather token maybe? head? That's what you need. Uh, yeah, that's true. No, head? I don't. Oh. And you know what? If it we, might be funny if we if we run back to the statues and then it's just quiet for for ten minutes. I I am perfectly fine with that. <laughs> I, I anticipate we're not going to have to pull him. <laughs> You're probably so, right. How much further? You can go further than that, Gomez, I'm sure. Well, I get one. Oh, action, no, no, you get one move. Oh, my God, that was one movement? Holy crap. That was a big move. Yeah, well, I, move at 50, I move at 55 now, right? Because it's 25 yeah, plus 30. Yeah, two actions to cast the spell one. Okay. Basil, you're all by yourself. What you going to do? Oh, the plodding Tengu with 25-foot move. He's like, wait up, guys! Thunk, 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 thunk. <laughs> you think a bird Thanos. would be a little bit faster. Hey yeah. guys, hey guys, what are you doing? I'm right now that, looking, uh, looking up if I, can, if I can stack Long Strider on top of this. <laughs> and I will just kind of get an arrow ready. Of course, I can't officially ready an action because I have to do two. I have to have two actions to do it. Okay, all is quiet on the western front. Dougie, you're up again. Next round. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. You're in the you're in the hallway. You're in a big ass hallway. You know what? I don't know. He, he's gonna go. Let's say here. Let's get some flanking action going. Where are you Lo going, Lomang? Where are you going? I'm I can't moving see you. next to the statue. Wait. Oh, you're having a 15 foot, 15 foot wide and tall statue that you're hiding behind. Yes. That's um. Well, I'm also the opposite side of the room of Lomang, so we don't actually have to. Is it the pinza too. maneuver that yes, you're trying? Yes, yes. We're drawing him <laughs> in and... Draw him in and draw him to shallows and drown him. <laughs> All right. Well, well, man, you're up and your um, your dissipation is disappearing. Right. I know. It's annoying. It's disappearing. Height. <laughs> so... Height. I'm going to go here. Where? And I'm going to take my crossbow out and I'm going to load it. Where are you going? I'm going... I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> I go 20 <laughs> I feet you. to the south. Yeah. I'm going 25 feet to the south. To uh, behind this other pillar, uh, taking out my crossbow, loading it, and pointing it towards uh, Gomez and Basil. Is that the kill box? Are you guys setting up a kill That's box? The kill box, yeah. Actually, yeah, it's a, a kill box. Kill. Yeah. Actually, is a good kill box. Gomez, you could you could run around this entire room and come right back to where you were in six seconds. I, I gotta tell you, not enough. I'm, I'm actually doubling down. It looks like transmutation stacks. So long strider, add ten feet. I just I, ah, I pull, I pull really? out my scroll, I cast it, it. Yeah, I pull out my scroll, and I cast stack? it. Does it stack? It looks like it does. I'm like I looked up transmutation. There's nothing that says it doesn't stack. And and this Holy and this moly. and the and the spell says it adds it adds plus ten feet to your move. It doesn't replace you, your move that. or anything. It it just boosts it ten feet. Well, congratulations! <laughs> you found the one thing that stacks in Pathfinder Second Edition. And if anyone was going to find it, it would be uh, it'd be Sephlipton because that is what you do. So now, now I move it sixty-five. <laughs> Cast that Seth Lipton spell. Esquire. Rolls warrior. Oh, and you know what? Uh, wait. Uh, well, that's three actions, though. That's true. All right, and and uh, I also have a I also have a feat that I can take a step if somebody ends their turn next to me, just to keep that in mind. <laughs> Basil, you're up. This time, I will ready an action that if I see him come within range, I'm going to shoot him with my bow. Okay. Dougie, you're up again. Yeah. Huh, wait. I mean, I don't know why Basil... Basil oh, Gomez, up. what are you doing there? Oh, that, that's me stuck because I had the, I had the 
I got greedy and cast. I had to pull out a thing and I used all my actions. All right, I'm just doing nothing. I'm trying to lure him. Uh, okay. All right, as long as you know how fast he moves. <laughs> Low man, you're up. All right, I'm liking how this is going. I would. The so Gomez, you're just you guys are just sort of hanging out there in my line of fire, huh? I'm liking the idea. Of I actually maxing. might have to write. I have to. I, have to, I just saw something. It's like now. Now that I understand the keyword keyword world, I have to look up a status bonus because they are both status bonuses. If status bonuses don't stack, then nothing I can't do stacks. Nothing All right, stacks. so then I, then I actually couldn't do that. Then. Okay. Yeah, that's what uh, I was in, saying. In which case, like... in which case, I move the fuck out of the way. Okay. How, how, okay. I I now position myself on the southernmost wall next to this statue. Actually, I'm gonna. Make it there just in case this thing stirs and like doesn't want to get knocked over. But from here, how do I make that line that shows the distance? Oh, it's the little circle with the ruler looking thing. You you click that. Okay, but if so, you, yeah, yeah. So there's 110 feet. My crossbow's first range increment is 120 feet. So I can. So now I ready an action so that if he appears anywhere here, I shoot him. Okay. Okay. Right, so I got to retcon my last action. I sure. move fifty-five to where to where to, uh, south behind the pillar to where Lomang was was also, and now I have to do something. And if you're ready in action, that readies an action. It readies one action. It readies something that can. It takes two actions to ready something that can only be used in one action. So it's almost right. no spells, like you can, very few yeah, spells. You can, yeah. It's not on I, I purpose. Could, I could ready my... Your focus spell will work. That you can ready. Right. And uh, and movement is an action. Mm-hmm. Does, is readying an action, is that a reaction fast effect? Specifically, if I ready, yes. he appears next to me and I run, does he yes. still get an attack on me? Well, it depends. You only get one reaction. So what happens is readying basically turns your action into a reaction. So if you, for example, had attack of opportunity, which is a reaction, you cannot use both. You can't use your ready action and attack of opportunity. You only get to use uh, one. Right. So what I want to do is I want, I, want to, I want to ready my reaction. So if he appears next to me to chop my head off, I'm gone. You know, okay. like, like, so like you I, just, I moved. Yeah, you can move. I mean, you can actually... Yeah, I mean, you can ready to step or move or really do anything you want you can attack but if he want. still has a reaction he can still attack of opportunity right right yes. right right yes it gets I'll, crazy I'll, I'll do that uh, okay, okay so the, the, for lack of anything else to do and it's uh, so that's two actions i have one other action uh scroll the the uh scroll of healing in my hand okay basil what you doing you still waiting i don't see him not yet i guess i will wait another round i'm arnold and the predator do it! Come get me! <laughs> Gonna have to paint your face. I'm right here! Wow, that was freaky. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Okay. You hear? Just waiting. You hear? Hooves. Sneeze. I don't know how the hooves work on air, but they do. Shunk, shunk. Here he comes. Whoa, here he comes. Watch out, girl. He'll chew you up. So there he appears down the hallway. So I presume everyone's ready. The actions go off. Is There he is. Yes. He's on his nightmare. Now, are you attacking him or his nightmare? I presume him. I'm going to say him. Yeah. 
that's probably the smart idea. Never go for the ads. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. Okay? Whoever wants to go first, you go, go for it, Basil. Okay, Basil. Don't Your bow miss. is better than my crappy crossbow, but... Don't miss. Oh, oh my. Wow. Oh, my. 32. He rolls a 17. Nice time. Nice I don't timing. get I don't get the precision damage because I didn't have enough actions to make it a device a stratagem. However, he does have concealment with the stupid horse. So give me a DC five flat check to hit. What did you roll? You rolled a one. Oh no. Damn it. Oh no. Oh, no. It would have been good, but yeah. Uh, next up, who's up? To All right, I'll, I'll take my I'll take my shot. Is, is it a twenty percent chance of missing? Yeah, it's it basically DC if you four. roll a one, two, three, or four, you miss. Okay. Stupid smoke. Oh, there we go. Ah, wow, twenty-eight. Uh, miss. I, I miss it. Oh God, yeah. Oh no. Oh yes. <laughs> they, uh, yep. All right, so that was that's it. That's it, and how he keeps coming. I ain't afraid of no ghost. All right, he's like halfway down the hall, and you see him on his horse. The horse is like kind of floating a little bit. I mean, you hear the hooves, but it's actually flying, which is weird. Uh, Dougie, you're up. <laughs> you see, you can kind of see him down the hall. Oh, God. He's pretty far away from you, though. He personally is 60. Actually, any square of the horse, he's in. He's in all squares, so he's 55 feet from you currently by the way so that's the rule the rule is actually i'm going to give you a little of a, a little understanding of mount mounted combat so the way this works and this actually will help you determine your strategy because this is a hard fight he has to use an action to command the horse so he only gets three actions the horse gets zero actions so if he moves the horse it's one of his actions so he has to use, it's not like the horse gets three actions and he gets three actions so he basically only gets three actions between him and the horse, which is kind of important because that should help you out a lot. Okay. Anyhow, Doug, you're up. Um, Use your I... ranged attack. Oh, that's right. You don't have any yeah. My, my ranged attacks are his very clean language insults. That's basically what he has. He used to have a crossbow. What happened to that? Uh, he he threw it on the fire. Yeah, he, <laughs> he threw, threw that it away a long, it a long time ago. Long time ago. That thing is. I believe long that's gone. back at the Dragonfly Pagoda. They actually put it on the wall as a memento. As this is the person who saved us and rescued the hostages, the crossbow of sanctity. And it's like up on the wall and everyone prays to it. I'm going to ready a skirmish strike. If he gets within five feet of me, I'm going to do that. I'm going to prepare. Well, man. He's really I, far I, away I, from I'm going to wait till he comes in this room and see what these statues do. So I will reload. Yes. Fire. Okay. Fire. Uh, let's do that. Okay. Fire. Shoot. Shoot them both. 29. Shoot pretty good. Glass. Miss. Still a miss. Wow, twenty nine misses. All right, so that's a reload. Oh my god, <laughs> shot. <laughs> and yep. I'm actually, and I'm gonna reload again. Okay, this is a this is a more of a spellcaster fight, or flanking and doing everything to mess him up. Fight. 
Gomez, you're up. Can you see him? Not really. Yeah, I can't see him yet, can I? Nope. All right. I. He's really far north. All right, so one hand has the that third level scroll of heal from Lomang. That might hurt him. One action, the other hand has wand of manifold missiles, and I shift a little bit to see if I can see him. I move over here, and I get a yeah. yeah, now you can see you can him. See him. All right, so I pull out the okay, so I pull out the wand as one action. I have the scroll is from last turn. My move is another. I have one action left. And I think that is enough to activate the wand, right? Let me see how this works. You cast magic missile of the indicated level. After you cast a spell, additional missile or missiles are released from the wand at the start of each of your turns as though you cast a one-action version of magic missile. Choose yep, target activate. each time. Activate is cast a spell. You cast magic missile. Wow, I've never... You, I don't know. I guess it's, I think it's... Yeah, you send a dart of force, it automatically hits. For each additional action you use when casting a spell, increase the number of missiles you shoot by one to a maximum of three missiles for three actions. Okay, so it's one, so it's one, so it's one missile. Why not two missiles? Okay, well, activating an item is only one action, so you can activate it. So the Roman candle is lit. 1d4 plus one force damage. First blood. Nice. I don't know if it's first blood. All right. It automatically hits and 120 feet. So roll the damage, I guess. <laughs> Max damage, five points. Woo! Woo, look at that. Nice job. But the good thing is it's fire we forget. It takes one hand away, but it's a little bit of a ping every round. It only took you, I don't even know how long, and you finally get to use it. Ding-a-ding-a-ding. Missile away. Basil, you are up. He's getting closer to you. Closer. This time there will be the devising of stratagem. Okay. Uh, That is a nine. Since that is likely to miss, I will attack the horse with the bow. Oh, okay. Did not expect that. Well, I can't hit him. The horse is actually damaged, so so that's a good... I like this. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Okay. Fire at the horse. Nat 20. Natural natural 20. Nice Woo-hoo. job. Wait, but aren't you using the device stratagem number or no? No, I said I'm switching to the horse because the oh. device stratagem number wasn't good enough to hit him. All right. Well, this will be a very deadly hit if you roll the concealment. Mm. 1d20. By the way, don't forget everyone has a new hero point. 11! You hit! So what is that? 26 plus 7. So what's that? 34 damage on the horse? 33, but yeah. 33? Ow! The horse doesn't look good! It's not looking good! The poor horsey! I don't know how you hit a horse made out of fire and smoke. Yeah, I don't like that horse. We should maybe take it out because it's giving that that. Yeah, it's got right? the debuff. I don't know what you guys are. Am I feeling bold enough yeah. to go for another shot, or do I move? No, it? get out of there. Get I'm out getting of there. out of there. So I'm gonna move. <laughs> get out of there. Get go toward Lomé. Get out. Are you moving away? Oh, okay. He moved away. Good job. He can still see you. Oh, you can see him. He can see you. Oh, oh, that he's up. Oh, 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 That's twenty-five. Oh, he's hiding. I'm coming for you, Barbara. What's that from? Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. 
Oh. All right, so the horse charges up to the entranceway, right to as far as he can get. Now, he's not actually going to come in, so that's his first action. The second action is he pulls out his spear. And the third action is he's going to throw that spear at... Mm, who can he see? It's either a long chuck or uh, you got coverage with Dougie and Basil. In fact, you can't see Basil from there. Oh, Lomang. Yeah, I don't see him, spear. so theoretically he can't see me. Catch it in your stomach, oh, Lomang. That's a, that's a miss. That hasn't even come close. It like clanks off the uh, clank. The I deflected it. <laughs> you did not deflect it. He missed by a mile. <laughs> You're like making it look like, hey, look, I deflected it. He's like, yep. it's it's like. You do the big move, and then like three seconds later, you hear the clank. It's totally not synced at all. He's done. Dougie, you're up. Come on, brave to, man. He doesn't seem oh, to want to come into this room, God. does he? Nope. He's actually... Here, I'm going to move the horse. Come on, man. Is that where the horse is? Okay, That's where he so. and the horse is. Now, any square, you can hit him. He is, he is one with the horse. Okay, so... I am going to... Is this an ally that I can move through, or do I have to run around him? I don't know how this statue works. Not an ally. It's nice and green, though. All right. Yeah, but uh, he's not allies. helping us. He's, he's not neutral, neutral Two, at this point. Three. No, he's a statue at this point. <laughs> four, five. Okay, now I am going to do my uh, double slice. So you run right up to him. Right. I'm going to try to double slice who? Him or the horse? The horse. Okay. Of course. Okay, of course. so. Do I have to make any saving throws now? No, you're already sick. All right. You're already sickened. All right, so let's get... Can't get any more sick. Here's the horn. I'm looking at the... Okay. Main... Uh, is it gouache? We talked about this last time. Is it gouache, Jason? The main gouache? Uh, uh, gauche. Or, main gauche? Men gauche? Yeah. The men gauche? I'm going to try that. Uh, a 24 yeah. for your main gauche. All right, well, give me a... Um... On the horse. Oh, he's actually easier to hit. That's why. Oh, he's way easier to hit. Give me the 1d20 check. Okay. Got two. Dang it. Uh, Miss. All right. And now the rapier. Wow. That's, uh, that crit. could be a crit. That's that a could crit. be a crit. Well, 1d20. If I hit. All right. Well, here we go. Or is it going to be the miss sound? Oh, oh you hit. goodness. Nice. Right, here's the good news. It's so much damage, it doesn't even matter. Really? Let's see. How much damage does it do? Well, I think it might have been injured It's 26 plus deadly so it was like all right so it's 28 damage but it killed it the dead horse is dead and then the horse dissipates in a puff of smoke Woohoo! what hap what happens to uh freferth freferth yeah mr dismounted violently uh, dismounted guy fallen falling damage maybe he might damage. be prone, but I don't know. Uh, I'll say that he uh, falls and he's flat-footed for now. He, like, he kind of goes clank and he's sort of, like, half on his knees. 
and he's flat-footed. And that smoke disappeared, right? Oh, yeah, the smoke's gone. The horse that is very key. Okay. He still has all of his weapons, though. He still has everything. Except for his spear. No, he has spears. He has three more. Sorry, two more, actually. Two I'm more done more. with my turn. Okay. Well. Uh, okay. Lo Mang. I got a clean shot. Oh, no, he's a tight shot. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, Get I in here. I got we, need, we need melee. Uh, but I have a loaded crossbow, so I'm going to shoot. The plan was to bring him into the room. But yeah, he uh, didn't obviously get a hold of our plan, so he's not on that plan. I know, but we could just peg him. The right. memo was not sent to his office. Oh, did you roll 35? Yes. I don't know. It kind of has to go through Dougie a little, so you That's might a have. Straight okay, shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it hit, oh, the the smoke's gone now too. Yeah, right? smoke's gone. No more rolls. You got him. So, twelve points right, of me... damage. Okay, now he's taking damage. Now you actually might get a shot at this. Maybe we'll see. All right, and I say, oh, hold on. All right, so I think I have enough movement. All right, I'm like. That room up there, that weird octagon room, or mm -hmm. what is that? We've seen that before, right? There was yeah. There's um, I mean, you went into it very briefly. You didn't really look around, but that sort of is this room filled with urns, and that's sort of like a a room of the dead. That's where all the you know the urns of ashes were. All right, I say he's too strong. I'm getting out of here. Really? <laughs> that's what I say. And Double I go, movement to go up those stairs, double way, by the way. So, I think I have enough movement to get there. Yeah, but you can just jump up, up those stairs. That's a, that's an action. So you're just running up the stairs behind him, kind of. Gomez, you're up. Is that a door that's there? No. Or just a stairway? Just okay. stairwell. Stairwell going down. Okay. All right, Gomez is up. So your missile thing. One of the off. old, one of the oldest Magic the Gathering cards, the Revenge of Tim. Two points of damage, Magic Missile. <laughs> but then, okay. primal force of blue light manifests between Gomez's hands, growing in power until he directs it at the body of the headless creature. Lightning bolt. Wow. Nice. Is this guy undead? He's got to be, right? Not sure what he is. Okay. I guess you hit him. Let's see. A reflex save, huh? Yeah, he's very reflexy. Oh no! He fails. Ah, excellent. Nice. Twenty-eight points of damage. I'm looking it up. He rolled Where, a six. Where's my uh? Where's damage. My, where's my saves? I don't see any saves against that damage. Ouch! Immune to, immune to electricity. Ouch! <laughs> I think you have one action left. Uh, I do. Because you're right. The, I do. The um, the bolt is free. So he's not immune to electricity. No. Huh. That is important. Everything you think you know there's about a, these... There is a basic... It says saving throw basic reflex, but it doesn't say what a save gives you. What are you talking about? All basic oh, I went to means... Articles of, Articles of Nethys. I went to look up Lightning Bolt. Just Oh, well, basic just means... A basic saving throw is the standard critical, no damage, save, half damage, fail, full damage, critical fail, double damage. So any basic saving throw is always that. Oh, right. Another keyword. It's a keyword. Yep. There's a different type. I, I like move, a standard saving throw, which is different. I move to what I hope will be the loving protection of one of these statues, the the, the, the southernmost one. 
Everyone's uh, hugging the statues. Literally, uh, Basil, you're um, you're up. Yep. Uh, Basil steps back out from behind the pillar. Uh, wow. Since I've never gotten a good look at this guy, I do an expeditious inspection as a free action. I don't know if you did that before, but I never saw. I was never in visual range of him. Aha! Uh -huh. So I was always say... clipped. To, I, I could see the horse at one point, but I could never see him. Okay, he is a Dolahan, aka a headless horseman, aka a headless horseman. Okay, I can't think of another one. They're pretty rare. They're they're not very common. But something that's interesting about these is that usually. You know a few things. One, that they love to collect heads. That's their favorite thing in the world. Two, don't die near them because they will take your head. If you if you fall down or collapse, they will just cut off your head and then collect it. So don't do that. Wow. Three, <laughs> they are usually cursed and they're usually roaming an area where they're cursed, and there's usually a way to break the curse and make them, well, free of this world. So that's something to keep in mind. Other than that, you know that they're undead. You know that they are weak to good, which I don't think any of you have because none of you are paladins. They also have a frightful presence, which means anyone within 30 feet will get scared. I think we actually did that with some of you already last time, so... I'm kind of going by memory, because a lot of you were close to him, so I'm pretty sure we did this already, so I'm not having to re-roll that. And... Oh, they have attacks of opportunity. There you go. That's that's what I'm giving you. All right, well, I will do devise a stratagem, and I will attempt to attack him. Okay. Here we go. Oh, wait, sorry. I just rolled a regular d20. So let me... Okay. Roll the other one. Roll that with the tool. They changed lightning bolt to just forty twelve instead of like yes yeah well, that apparently. was crap so I do not see any weakness so instead I am going to cast uh, I guess I will cast my ray of frost at him okay since spells are not subject to the whole device strategy limitation that misses too ray of Ooh. frost that is a um... You, you almost hit Dougie. Dougie's like, hey! I'm oh. standing here! <laughs> oh no. He goes. Mm, so that first he good. heals a little. Just a little. A little bit of healing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How much? Oh, do we know? Or <laughs> no, we a know? little bit. Little bit! A little bit. Little, little bit. bits. Let's say he takes one action to get back on his feet. Another action to withdraw his sword. And a third action to attack Dougie. Let's see what one attack will do. Just one attack. Damn, that is a good attack. Yeah. Wow. Twenty points of damage. So Alright. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> Dougie's up. Now or never. You, okay. you get the full attack off. You're dead. It's a good thing I ran away. I know. <laughs> I am going you to can wait for me. No, screw that. Oh, man. All right. You know what I'm going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to do Twin Faint. Or, uh, wait, wait. no, 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 no. We're waiting with bated breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double Slice. Yeah. I'm, I'm same, same as before. Double Slice. We're going to start out with the main, main gush. 
23, that's a miss. That was a big and, miss. And now we're going straight with the rapier. 28. But they're only flat-footed if they if you hit with the first one, right? Unless he's not still flat-footed. He's not flat-footed. Nope. He righted himself. Should have waited for Lomang. Missed with the 28. I wouldn't have gotten flanking because I'm in the wrong position for flanking. Well, I could have stepped one, but... Okay. Yeah, I know, but then I would have taken my turn. So, I am going to... You know what? I'm going to step this way so Lomang does get flanking. And I'm going to attack... Wait, wait. I'm, I'm doing my, uh, my, my fancy step and attack move. Oh, okay. You got to say these things. I'm looking up. I'm looking up for it. Uh, skirmish. Skirmish strike. Okay. All right. And I just, I guess I'm just going to attack with, oh, yeah, rapier. Two. Nope. Big miss. <laughs> Actually, it should be rapier three, right? Yes, because it's your yes. third attack. Okay, so right, right, right. You missed by Oh, I shouldn't have attacked. So I, w- I would not have. Honestly, that was just stupid. Well, Lomang's up. All right. Uh, Lomang, rescue Dougie. Yeah, make it count, Lomang. Right, I'm going action. down next turn. Uh, crane stance. Second action, go there. Third action, flurry. Let's do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Green wing one. Try not to one. miss. Oh, there it is. Oh, with the flanking. You hit. 32. Flanking probably nice. kicked it over the pump. <laughs> Let's dead. try it again. 14 points of damage. Kapow. Punching uh, that that super strong full plate, no less. Uh, 22. Clang. That's a mess. Clang. Clank. 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 All right. Clank. I, I am done. Gomez. 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 I am now, uh, after the big show, I am now nickel and diming. First, magic whistle. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you just using the wand? Yeah, the wand is the wand just goes on its own. It's oh, just it like does. every at the start of our start at the start of all of my rounds for this whole fight. That's it's gonna really be just like pink, 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 pink. Can you use that every combat or just once a day? Once a day. Uh, I I gotta look it up. But, but once it's, a day. It's, 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 it's got once a day. whatever the wand. It's a necklace. Wand every is. wand is the same. You can use it once a day. If you use it another time, there's a fifty percent chance it explodes, <laughs> and and the other fifty percent it just breaks. So four points damage from that. Extended spell, disrupt undead. Okay. Holy moly, that's a lot of damage. So that will be saving throw. A fortitude save from Mr. Undead Boy. Up, makes it by one. So let's see. It does 46? Wow. That's good. Yeah, it does a lot. And actually, it was a great roll, but it takes half. He still takes 10 points of damage. Dev Gomez is uh, is kicking some ass over here. He's yeah. probably done more damage than anybody oh, else. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> killing his thing left and right. I think you're it's done. Death of a yeah, thousand cuts. Basil, you're up. Yep, I'm going to go for devise a stratagem. He has some cover. Let's see, what did he roll? Mm, man, you keep rolling that great. <laughs> 24. Um, Not going to do it. You think? Trying to decide if it's worth hero pointing. Shoot. Now, nah, just go ahead and cast Ray of Frost again. 
You can still use your bow. You just don't use that. Oh, but look at that—a critical. No, if I, no, hit. if I if I attack with the weapon, I have to use it. I have to oh, use the wisest oh. roll. Well, that was definitely worth it because the ray of frost is a crit. And Does cold work on that? Twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six points of really? damage. So they totally changed it. So these things. I don't keep have, like, telling you that over and over it's again. Really weird. It's yeah, I know, but totally these, different. I mean, undead are always no, immune. yeah, no, mind no. affecting and cold. No, no. It's like the first time in like forty nope. years, undead are so. Uh... Everything the undead are, but forget everything you've learned. Okay, he just he just hit him with cold for twenty six points of damage. Wow, and he's looking really really bad. He actually might go. I can't believe you might bring him down. I think I'm gonna try to. I'm just gonna try for a third attack and just try to crit farm him this time with the bow. Okay, crit farm. Yeah, misses. By a mile. Okay, he's up. He heals just a little. Who wants to lose their head? Who wants? Who wants to have air conditioning in your neck? Anyone? I prefer uh, not. I think Lowman. Lowman keeps hitting him. Doug oh, okay, Lowman. Dougie's not even hitting him. Here he goes. He takes right, out. So his... Hold on. Hold. He hasn't done anything. He's attacking yet. me. Yes. Well, if he attacks me, I'm going to use Crane Flutter. So that makes my armor class 29. Oh. Explain. Explain how this oh, works. Oh, where'd that come you... from? Yeah. Explain in detail, since no one's ever seen this before. No, you've seen it before. It's it was used once, I think. Crane, crane Flutter. So it's it's part of my stance. It is a level six feet. I interpose myself between I, uh, my arm between myself and my opponent. Your circumstance bonus to AC from cream stance increases to plus three against the triggering attack. Normally Excellent. plus one. Okay, okay so go. yeah. 29. Oh! <laughs> oh, and he crits him. Oh my God. <laughs> your, your jazz hands did not work. Oh man. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. Believe me, that does not shock me. <laughs> fully expect that. I got. I got to stop bragging about my stuff so much. Oh. It's like the punish comes immediately with the boss key punish. <laughs> you're like you're like, aha! I have this kung fu. I will do this. I will do this. I will do that. And he just slashes you for forty-two points of damage. That's nothing. I even barely feel it. Oh. Oh my god. Well, wow. then he'll do it again. 27. That's Let a miss. Just... No, that's just a normal hit. It's just a regular hit. For a mere 17 points of damage. What does he not... Does that miss? His yeah, armor his... class is 29. No, no, that was a one-time thing. Oh, it's only against one attack. Oh, it's only against okay. one attack. He has All a normal right. 27, and now he'll use his last and crappiest attack. That actually does miss a 21. Oh, Dougie! Well, 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 well. <laughs> he's he's just he's just going at Lomang. Lomang is. Oh, Lomang's almost dead. I mean, I only have a twenty-nine AC. That's it. It's only yeah. one max. <laughs> he rolled a thirty-nine. I, I, yeah. I understand what he rolled. The monster rolled an eighteen. Okay, I'm going to uh, use my. God, I keep calling it twin attack. Uh, double slice. Uh, main gosh. Dougie attacks with your man gauche. Mean gauche. Mangi. Mongoosh. I don't know what the hell it's called. It's mongoose. 29. You have a pet, you have a pet mongoose? Yeah, 29. You hit. Because uh, you have. Yeah. Uh, you have. Flanking. Flanking. So that is. Flanking. 
14 damage. Wow. Yeah. Do that? And oh, he's not looking good. He's not looking good. Attack with a rapier. Oh. No oh. way. John oh. does get very lucky. Very lucky. Wow. Very lucky. Look at that. It's not even fair. How much damage? Oh, it's critical. Is that? Natural 20. So that's for 30 damage plus sneak attack. 40 damage plus deadly. 41 points of damage. Lomang. Wow. Can you do 41 points of damage? Is deadly multiplied? No. no. Deadly okay. just added. All right. Well, not, 41. Not yet. Ah! Nice. Awesome. And that's how you kill a headless horseman. You should have kept the, the unnerfed version of him. <laughs> what, what was the difference? Can wait, you wait, tell wait. us? No, right. I'm not going to say. That. It's, uh, right. I'm not going to talk about that. Well, he's still uh, healing. So. so here's the thing. You cut off. But he doesn't have a head. You cut off his limbs. You, you, you crit him. He collapses. And as you do, his body and items dissipate. God into shadowy oh, nothingness. Even the spear that he threw? Oh. Everything dissipates. Oh, Basil knows sucks. that he, A, is cursed, and B, will be back, unless you lift the curse. Oh, God. Mm. He's like a haunt. We should have offered him a hat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we do know that something here probably cursed him. And if we kill that thing, then maybe uh, that will do it. We do know this right. is a safe room, too. He's not coming in this room. Yeah, we do. Uh, heal me. Yeah, yeah. Dougie is also wounded badly. Actually, no, he's not. I you should guys, have 52. Do... Oh, okay. You guys are doing okay when it comes to damage. In fact, that not wasn't bad. even that bad. It was only bad when you were all the way up at the very tippy top. And kind of in that very narrow hallway, and he had to drop on you. Then it was yeah. really bad. But once you retreated and took a safe position and killed the horse, it actually wasn't that bad. Yeah, nope. killing the horse is key. That, was the, good, that yeah. 20% and the debuff and everything. Yeah. That yeah. that's that was key. So let's do the, uh, the hand wave hand of wave. the medicine. You can do the hand wave. Okay. I, I wave back to the hand. Now, the only problem with the hand wave is that suddenly... You, you right can't here. see. Oh, no, it's dark. It's actually not that dark in this room, in this main room, because there's still some light coming in. I can in, see. But the other two people lose their dark vision. If you want to not do that, I am I, I have that glowy, healy. You only had five minutes of it left anyhow. Touch me thing. No. So we could use that and just go and max. You, mm, you had five stuff. minutes left of it, so tons. you're going to have to cast right, it anyhow. Right. Yeah, right, we so have tons of healing we need to do. So, yeah, let's do the hand wave. Yeah, there actually is light. I think, uh, I can't remember when you came. When came, it was in the middle of the night. I don't know. It's been so long. I believe we came in at dusk or whatever. Oh, right, dusk. And so there's still some light coming in in this hallway. So there's still some light. It's not a lot, but you actually can see. So can I return my hit points to Mac? Yeah, you guys can return your hit points. So you have to spend like half an hour healing up. And Lomang... There was more in this room, by the way. This. Uh... Yeah, I was gonna go back because I know we didn't check these rooms. Yeah, we heard. You guys the... kind of went pretty fast. You well, no, we heard didn't. the clopping. We're not gonna just like uh, we need well, to. Yeah, uh, I'll, no I'll start clopping. searching this room. So, are you guys taking your potions again? I presume. 
your dark vision potions. Uh, after we d- we're done healing, I am yeah. not. Yeah, I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't yeah. need my dark vision potions. I'm talking about the two that need them. Who needs it? I believe it. I need it, but do we want to do that or do we want to use just actually conventional? We, no, let's 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 your, let's your medicine, use a your torch. Tonic. Yeah, we'll use a torch while it's until okay. we get up to that doorway. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so Lomang, you are in that room. Let me reread the description. This has been a little while. You see chiniary or cineary urns of all shapes and sizes cower the carved stone shelves that line the walls of these of these matching burial chambers. The Coliumbra are connected by way of an adjoining hallway, and both rooms sit slightly lower. Than the rest of the catacombs. Oh, I guess those were stairs going down. It doesn't matter. Uh. Steep stone stairs to the west, south, east rise about three feet and lead out of the Coliambria. The northern end of the western chamber, a narrow tunnel winds into the darkness. Dun, dun, dun! Mm-hmm. Ooh. Basil, you notice something. That's odd. That's odd. See, Basil, that you notice in the dirt. There's a path. Guys, where Dougie is standing, check, put your character there. You can see there's there's like a little, oh yeah. Basil, that yellow line, that is the path you notice of footprints in the dirt and the dust. Okay, well we should probably follow that path. Well, we've got doors First, let's on take this a, level. Let me quick, quickly check that other room, the other one next to it. Yeah. I, I, I obviously this I do like here. that idea, this? but more of the same. Yeah, Burns. yeah. I mean, their two rooms are identical, and you, they're they're these you know whatever they are. They're they're urns, but do they have like ashes in them or something. Yeah, they, yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. burial ashes. All right. Hey guys. Yep. If if we know if Basil tells us all about this the the, the way. Oh yeah, I assume horsemen, I would be telling you about. It. I'm thinking that we might be on the clock for that guy. Yeah. And if something beyond that door is what's cursed, if that's where his body needs to be and needs to be laid to rest in one of these places, I don't want to screw around with these thieves or whoever. I forget, I forget who the, the society that we're going after. I don't think if this is their way into their clubhouse, their little Mickey Mouse clubhouse, then they probably have nothing to do with that, that with that. Horseman guy. That's true. We probably yeah. should deal with the horse. Yeah, I, I, I really don't want to go down that crack yet until we... Alright, well, one thing at a time, because you guys are going to go really fast. So, As far as I'm concerned, you literally went into that room for six seconds and left. So, what are you doing? Because everyone's going in different directions. So, give me some give me some order here. Go a little slower. Because otherwise, I'm telling you, you literally walked in, looked around, and leaving. So, Because Dougie's literally leaving the room as well, we're talking. So, what are you doing? Are you looking... Are you searching? Are you spending six seconds and running we away? We have like, a half hour of searching because uh, of, like, a lot of people weren't... No one said that. You were in the other room when you were healing right. up. Now That's you're true. in this room. Search, healing is done. You are in this room. Tell me what you're doing. Don't assume anything. Searching the room. Searching the, the different urns and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Basil, what are you doing? I want to look a little bit more at the passage and try how big it is or what size cre- or what sort of creature might have made it or something like that. It looks like a completely natural cavern. It looks like a crack, and it seems to go down. It looks like you can squeeze through it, and as I said, it looks like you can see 
footprints in the dusty floor that clearly indicates that people have been coming through this hallway and into this passageway. Well, Dougie is a master at perception, so he's going to also look the room over for valuables, curios, and party tricks. Okay, you look the room over, and you find in the northeast corner of the eastern room that Dougie's in, you find two more loose holy symbols of Arodin and brass, and you find a rune a rune stone with a rune carved into it oh do i know what kind of rune it is or do we need someone who has magic and 10 minutes hey can guys look it over and f- try to figure yeah it out. let's spend 10 minutes figure out what this rune is yeah i can I, take a look and i'm taking those two symbols too yep why not we, we might meet we might make some friends okay you're gonna spend the 10 minutes basil yeah i'll spend the 10 minutes okay you spend the 10 minutes you go through it and you know what that is. That is um, a very good rune. That is a oh. wounding wounding weapon rune that can be transferred to someone's weapon or armor or something. I'm checking out what wounding does. Wounding, good. when you hit a creature with a wounding weapon, you deal an extra 1d6 persistent bleed damage. Oh. And on a critical hit, you do 1d12 persistent bleed damage. It can only oh. be put onto a piercing or slashing melee weapon. Oh, Lo that mang. would be, that <laughs> would be that really sucks. good for a main ghost. Yeah, pretty much that you or uh, uh, I have a. It's piercing, piercing or slashing. Oh, piercing or slashing. Okay. Yes. Now it takes a little time and effort to put this on, so you probably can't do it right now. By the way. Really? Yeah. Like how long? Like an hour. Uh, you have to pay. You have to get materials, and I mean, uh, let so me think. In a dungeon, you can if you really want. You can do anything you want. You have to tell me what you're doing. Dude, you have to tell me what you're doing. So, well, not that I'm claiming <laughs> it or anything. I mean, it might be good for uh, something that uh, Basil. You got a one of your sword cane. What's your sword cane? What, what are you rocking? It's piercing. On? So, I mean, it would also work well for the sword cane. What's your runes, though? So this is a property rune, and a property rune, you can put one on your weapon. You get one property rune at plus one. Just one for now. As you level up, you can get more on them. So either of us can use it, because neither of us have a property rune on our Yeah, I don't have anything on my... uh... It could probably go on the bow, too, if need be. I don't know how that works. I don't know if it goes on the bow... Or if it Isn't goes it piercing, it's yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's a little weird. I don't know if it's like goes. I mean, it's stupid to put it on the arrow. I guess it, it goes. Probably I don't know. goes on the bow because that that the bow turns yeah. the arrow into that because it's yeah. already like yeah. it's already striking, it's already working on it that way for any any old bolt. Like, mm-hmm. do they even have magic arrows? Like, is that even a thing? Uh, Basil, yeah, has they a do. Bunch. But well, like plus one arrow or anything. Well, no, they're not plus one. Arrow. They have. Most of the arrows I saw looked like statuses. Like I have a, I have a sleep arrow, and I have a, like a vine arrow that entangles. So I think that the magic arrows are more status based for damage. I think that goes with the bow. I am going to argue that the main gauche is going to be used pretty much every round of combat. That's a good point. I'm okay with letting you have it. I, I don't, think. Uh... It, yeah, I know I'm being like. It's just, it makes more sense to put it on 
Undugged. Mind if I roll mead? Yeah, because sometimes, yeah. do- sometimes I'm doing I'm archery, gonna... sometimes I'm doing sword cane, sometimes you're doing, I'm doing you're spells. Doing spells. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all like, over the map. So this is probably like more... a need roll for Dougie. Why wouldn't you put it on your main weapon, though? Because it is our, it all it already has the... Uh, the, the, the shifting one, the or shifting. yeah, correct. Oh. Yeah, you actually can't have two yet. Yeah, correct. He knew the rules. How about that? According to this, you need to make a crafting check. You have to pay ten percent to move it on, and it takes a day. All right, so, so let's oh, put yeah. that in the in your bag holding and <laughs> not having that yet. Yeah, let's <laughs> keep moving. <laughs> yep. Very good. Um, so you All do right. some time. You spend some time searching. You go through the uh, the various dusty ashes. There appears to be nothing else in these rooms that is worthwhile. And uh, I always so presume that anyone who has magic, like Gomez, will also use the tech magic as a default, which helps find these things quick. Other than that, yeah, you're, you think that these two rooms have been well searched, and you have a little crack that goes down and that's it and steps well-worn steps that basil sees in the in the dust i like this dungeon what are you doing do we want to make some sort of effort to deal with the horse by going over to where it was and oh yeah was there any remains at all of the horse oh no that's the the nightmare yeah the nightmare so yeah you're in the hallway where the headless horseman was Everything's gone. Horse is gone. Everything. There's nothing left of this guy. It's as if he never existed. Like Kaiser says, I, I'm searching that hallway for secret doors. No. <laughs> well, do I am want. going to. I should, though. But I, I will, I'll be honorable. I'm an honorable uh, thief. I'm going to say, hey, guys. So let's check out those doors before we go down. All right. What do you think? Which doors? Oh, there's, there's a the doors, doors to the north, okay. like past the ledge where we met the the horseman. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. There's a lot of doors. There's actually there's two sets of doors. There's a double set of doors yes. down this long Pick hallway. Pick your poison. Yep. There's a double set of doors, and or, then there's the single door. I kind of want to do. What do you guys? I don't know. I think I think the northwest. Let's do that. Northwest. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree. Plus, we get a Wait, nice. What's going on over here? Okay, so you go down the northwest passage, and sure enough, there is. Let me uh, let me give you a little bit of a description, because you. I don't know if I gave you the description, but I'll give it to anyhow. Exterior light pours into the catacombs from where the hall exits the gloomy underground and briefly becomes an open air walkway that spans the cliffside. A lone stone wall lines the western edge of the bridge offering the slightest protection from accidentally falling off the bridge and onto the rocky ledge a hundred feet below. Above a cavern ceiling dotted with pointy stalactites looms 20 feet over the bridge. The stalactites ridges and nooks are inexplicably festooned with colorful ribbons, religious symbols, bedecked chains, necklaces and other rope-like ornaments of religious significance to the west a naturally formed stone arch creates a similar span across the chasm so you see in the ceiling in this area here there's a lot of 
strange things in the ceiling. Wait, that's, that's where a, the that's where the chasm was, right? This is where the ribbons yes. are? Yeah, yeah, the ribbons are in the ceiling. You didn't really notice them before because you were fighting for your life. Oh. And now you're looking around and you see above you in the stalactites, in the ridges and nooks, there's colorful ribbons, religious symbols, chains, necklaces, and other ornaments. Do we have any mage hand or 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 some telekinesis specialists in our in our group, Gomez? Yeah. I don't. I, I, don't I, I usually spell. do that stuff, but I think this time I did not. Here, hold yeah, on look. Um, this that would be. And how high is the ceiling? This might be worth. Oh, the only thing I have is is I could I could summon an elemental to do to do things for us. Ooh, ooh. It's uh, twenty feet up. Is the ceiling. I am a very good climber. I'm a really, really good climber. And there's a bridge over there? Yeah, there's like a bridge over there. Bridge over... That's a natural bridge. Like, that looks like a stone arch. That is, uh... I might be able to jump to that bridge. Meanwhile, I'm going to listen at this door. Okay. As you listen... Okay, one thing at a time I'm going to do, because you guys are kind of splitting. Okay, you go to the door... The door is a simple door made of iron bars and a iron lock plate. And you actually can see what is behind the bars. Oh, it's a bar door? You see a spiral staircase going down. Down. <laughs> However, you also see that the large keyhole looks extremely strong. But pickable extremely strong oh so pickable and while doggy and lomang are hanging out over the ledge something happens oh god the horseman comes back <laughs> no no it's much more fun than that let's see this is what's gonna happen oh no oh what is that i gotta zoom in to read that roll for combat a... that pit is very populated <laughs> there's lots in that pit you guys just can't get off you guys have to stop hanging out around the damn pit this thing is just just hanging around oh it's a zydo barrack it's like a stalactite so as as, oh, as lomang wow. and dougie are looking around suddenly they're like checking out lomang's like i can jump that dougie's like i think i can climb that and out of the edges and the sides come these lashes a sticky tendril oh no extending from its body to lash on top of Oh, let's see who it's oh. going to hit. Hero point, hero point time. <laughs> in, in Soviet Russia, <laughs> cave climb you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com.